I'm Jessica Cook and I help women over 40 get fit, healthy and find the freedom to love themselves again. It wasn't all that long ago that I was three stone overweight, unfit, unhealthy, feeling trapped and controlled by my unhealthy habits. Stressed out, overwhelmed, anxious and a slave to the weighing scales. After years of calorie counting, dieting, weighing myself and pounding the pavements, I realised I was looking for a solution in all the wrong places. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, I'm now fit, healthy and free. Most importantly, I learned how to love myself again. I created the Jessica Cook podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're a woman over 40 who's looking to get fit, healthy and learn how to love yourself again, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. Big love from me to you wherever you are, whether you're driving in your car, cleaning your house, on a break from work, walking. Hello and thanks so much for tuning in. It's getting close to the end of 2023. So I thought what would be really nice is um, what I wanted to do really was share with you five big lessons that I learned in 2023 five big lessons that I'm going to carry forward into 2024. And the reason I want to share these lessons with you is because they helped me so much become fit and healthy. And I've been striving to be fit and healthy for a long time now. And it's only been in the past 20 months that I've actually become fit and healthy. So I want to get stuck straight in get stuck straight in and my hope like with all the episodes is that if you just heard one thing today that helps you or that sets you forward in the right direction or that makes you realize you're not alone and that somebody else has gone through it or is going through it too then that's my job done. So the first big lesson I learned in 2023 that I'm going to carry forward into 2024 is that peace begins in me. Peace begins in me. And this is how I used to try and find peace. I used to drink lots of alcohol at the weekends to try to relax and unwind. I used to get absolutely hammered on a Friday and a Saturday night um, because it was my way of unwinding. And I thought that was what one did to unwind or to find some form of escapism from my hectic and busy life. I used to eat way too much to try and find peace and calm. I used to have massive portions at dinner time and I used to eat after my dinner and I used to eat loads at the weekend and it's only in hindsight now that I realized I did that because I was trying to unwind. I was trying to find a little bit of peace. I was trying to find a little bit of calm inside of, uh, outside of myself. And yeah, that obviously didn't go down. That didn't work very well. Um, I always chased peace 
outside of myself. So I chased peace through food. I chased peace through alcohol. I chased peace through people pleasing, through trying to control outcomes, to avoiding confrontation. I tried to find peace through staying away from people that I didn't feel good around and I would avoid situations that I felt would make me feel less peaceful and stressed and anxious. And in 2023, I realized that peace begins in me and that I'd been looking for peace in all the wrong places. I'd been looking for peace through wine. I'd been looking for peace through having five packets of crisps at the end of a long day. You know that feeling where you have your dinner, you sit down on the couch, you do everything that you need to get done and then you sit down on the couch and you put your feet up and you watch Netflix and somebody says, do you want a packet of crisps or do you want a biscuit? And you know, oh, I don't really want to, but I'm going to because I feel whatever it is that I feel that I'm trying to escape. That was me. I'd sit on the couch and I'd have five packets of crisps or I'd finish up, I'd have a packet of biscuits And it would be for all the wrong reasons. It would be because I wanted to experience that full feeling that you get when you eat too much, where then you sit back and you can take that long, deep exhale, you're full. You know that feeling that just comes straight after having eaten too much, just before feeling really bad, (laughs) where you think, oh, that was worth it. That was brilliant. That, 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 was, that was me for all of my adult life, just right up until 20 months ago. So like 2023, the, the end of 2022. And I used to sit on the couch and I used to eat the five packets of crisps and go, oh God, and I would just take a deep exhale. And I realized that I wasn't looking to have five packets of crisps for the taste of it. I was looking for that feeling that comes after it. And if you are like me and you struggle with eating, i.e. you eat too much, you, your, your portions are huge and you eat too much at the weekends and you, you just know you do. You don't need any calorie counting device to tell you. You just know you do. I want you to tune in to after you do it. The next time you're sitting on the couch and you're, you're reaching for sweet stuff and, and you think it's just because you have a sweet tooth. I want you to just notice afterwards why you did it. It's really, really powerful and very, very interesting. Um, Peace begins with me. The lesson that I learned there in terms of confrontation and people pleasing was I always wanted to have a peaceful life. So in the sense, like with my origin family or my extended family or people in my family that maybe I felt a little bit of stress, stressed out around, the way I handled that was to people please. Because I used to think that if I'm around difficult people or people that I don't like very much or people that make me feel bad, that the way to kind of handle it or to handle the situation was to just people please, to people please with that person. But the problem with that, what I thought I, what I, thought I was doing was keeping peace keeping myself at peace so that I didn't have to face up to the fact that I didn't really like this person very, very much and that they really stressed me out and I felt really bad around them. So I thought that if I just spent the time kind of pleasing them, then it would all be good 
and I'd be left alone. When actually, all that did for me for all these years up until 2023 was to do the opposite. Because I, le- I leave these events, I left these events, these, these gatherings, feeling really inauthentic to myself. This person makes me feel bad. I don't like who I am around them. They bring out the worst in me in the sense of people pleasing. That I used to just leave those events just feeling so bad about myself. It was almost like a feeling of, I was so stressed out and so anxious and in such people pleasing mode that I, I was so stressed out that it was like an outer body experience. I, w- I was up so high. I was like up so high in myself that if I rushed to the bathroom and I glanced at myself in the mirror, I, I wouldn't even like see myself. I, I was just so anxious. I didn't really take in what anybody else was saying to me. It was like this weird tunnel vision thing. And I realized in 2023 that that doesn't bring about peace at all. All it's doing to me is taking me further and further away from peace because I'm not being authentic and true to me. And that brings about more stress and more anxiety. So what I started to do in 2023 was that I started to realize that peace begins inside of me, that I need to feel peaceful and calm and that I need to enter into these family gatherings or situations peaceful and calm inside of myself and I need to allow every outcome to happen i.e if I stopped the people pleasing what would happen well I don't know what would happen but whatever happened it's okay or if I stop the people pleasing this person will know that I don't like them very much that's okay you see I'm not looking for confrontation but I'm also striving to really be authentically me in every situation. And a big part of that for me in 2023 was letting go of controlling outcomes. And examples of those outcomes might be that I wouldn't want anybody that I was chatting to to know how I truly felt. That I was afraid that if I didn't people please, people won't won't like me or people some people that have in the past made me feel bad won't like me and it'll just stress me out even more so I'll just continue to people please but when when you let all that go and you you stop trying to control outcomes and you stop trying to avoid all these things you start to you start to grow in confidence I started to grow in confidence I started to approach all these situations really uncomfortably with the promise that I was going to be authentically me and I was going to be okay whatever outcome that meant so let's say for example you have a really horrible family member and you know you have to meet them at Christmas time and you've always just to keep the peace been really people pleasy lived outside of yourself felt really stressed out and anxious and you didn't wind down until you got home well what if this Christmas time you chose to actually be really authentic to yourself be really like polite and be kind but also be authentically yourself. You didn't overcompensate because they privately made you feel bad. You didn't overly compensate on the outside to mask that. That You just let things be. That's what I've been practicing in 2023 and it's been remarkable. I've also in the past avoided a lot of situations like I was afraid to go out and meet people. I was afraid to go out into big groups. Um, I would avoid other family members 
because I didn't want to meet one family member. And I, and I thought that was the way to do it until I realized how much I was sacrificing to just what I thought was keep the peace in my life. But what I was actually doing was isolating myself and sacrificing meeting people because I was afraid of being hurt or I just wanted to avoid situations where I could potentially be hurt and I was just scared. And that left me in 2023, the beginning of 2023, feeling very isolated and feeling very lonely. So peace beginning in me and carrying that through in 2023 has allowed me to get out into situations where I've been scared and to meet new people and to make friends and to go and join a hobby and feel the fear, but go and do it anyway, because I wasn't in that people-pleasing, controlling, trying to control outcomes that I just entered into every situation being myself. And once I was okay with myself and who I was and I stayed true to me and being authentic to me, whatever happened was okay because I was being me. And it's, it's been remarkable. So for any of you listening in who feel isolated or lonely, I, I, and maybe... A part of your isolation is because you feel like life is just going to be more peaceful if you keep everybody at arm's length. I want you to know that 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 just makes you over time more isolated and more lonely. And whatever's happened to you in your life, maybe you were badly bullied or somebody mistreated you or you've just had such bad experiences with people that you just want to be safeguarded by the family that you live with now and you just want to have like one friend and your immediate family and you don't really want to let anybody in. I promise you that if you keep the peace inside of yourself and stay really authentic to yourself and practice being authentic to yourself and just make that commitment and you get out there and you meet people, you you do feel much safer because you've made a commitment to not people please and get into that horrible mode because you're just yourself and you're allowing all the outcomes to happen and you're not trying to control the situations you're just going to see how it goes you you're actually able to meet people and put yourself out there and um and and make friends and make connections and open up your circle uh, which is which is really terrific so that's been my first lesson for 2023 peace begins in me my second lesson for 2023 is that you can get fit and healthy when you when, when you focus on the root cause of the problem and not the symptoms. So you can get fit and healthy, in my opinion, only when you focus on the root cause of the problem and not the symptoms. I've always been treating my symptoms. I've always been, for like for the 20 years of being an adult or whatever, from 18 to 43 past couple of years okay I've 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 healed myself but I've been overeating drinking too much missing workouts I've been overweight I've always been struggling with my weight either um, trying to lose weight or trying to gain or not trying to gain weight trying to lose weight or I've been gaining weight and I realized I spent so many years battling to be healthy because I've only ever treated the symptoms. 
symptoms like overeating, I would try to treat with dieting. Things like missing workouts or skipping workouts or finding it really difficult to become consistent. I've always treated that with, well, just go again. Like just keep doing the same thing over again. Oh, I've missed workouts for three weeks, so let's just try and drag myself to a workout. I've treated misuse of alcohol and drinking too much alcohol with just trying the same thing and doing it over again and not working. And I didn't realize that I was always trying to treat the symptoms of the problems that I had. I was dieting, I was calorie counting, I was weighing myself, I was always trying to lose weight, I was always trying to get consistent with my workouts and I struggled for 20 years because that's where I was stuck and that's where most people are stuck. That's where the weight loss industry want us to stay, trapped treating the symptoms. You're eating too much food, you've got to diet, you've got to eat less, you've got to find out that the, this, these recipes, cooking more is going to help you, prepping your food is going to help you, calorie counting is going to help you, the keto, paleo, oh paleo's not working for you, okay well what about cutting carbs, what about tracking your food, what about entering your food into an app, what about knowing how much grams of protein and fat you're eating, no, you're just on the surface and you're trying to treat just your symptoms, your symptoms of your real problem. I was overeating because I was lonely. I was overeating because I had low self-esteem, because I was lacking in confidence, because I didn't love myself anymore. That's why I, I was missing workouts. I didn't have any boundaries. I hadn't scheduled any me time. So I spent years in the symptom part where, where most people stay. You, the weight loss industry aren't going to tell you you're, it's, it's because you're lonely that you're overeating. It's because you don't love yourself enough that you're not creating boundaries, that you're not scheduling time for your workouts. That's why you're overeating. They just want you to try a new diet. They just want you to keep going with um, Fitness Pal and all that stuff. They just want you locked in that. And that's why we stay trapped in that I'm losing weight or I'm gaining weight cycle all the time because we're never getting to the root cause of things. I promise you, I'm a living example of having spent years in the symptom part, now being in the root cause part and now sharing that with my clients and seeing their transformations, that I promise you that if you're overweight or if you're overeating or if you're getting drunk at the weekends and you don't want to or you've no idea why you're skipping workouts, it's not because it's not in your DNA or that you're lazy or demotivated. It's because there's a problem going on. And that problem can be such a wide range of things. But in my opinion, it all comes down to you not loving yourself enough. You see, when you don't love yourself enough, you don't spend time on yourself. You don't have boundaries. You don't take care of yourself. You seek comfort in food. You seek comfort in alcohol. You're, you're, you, you haven't healed. There's, there's things that you haven't healed from. 
You may have low self-esteem, a very loud inner critic. You may be very all or nothing, which, which completely is tied into um, having low self-esteem. You're very hard on yourself. You take setbacks and challenges too seriously. You see failure as fatal. You miss a few workouts and you think, here I, here I go again. All that stuff can be traced right back to not having enough love there for yourself. When you truly start to love yourself again and you truly start to talk kindly and gently and compassionately to yourself, when you start creating boundaries, when you start to schedule in time for your exercise, when you, when you learn how to love yourself enough and you're able to regulate your emotions yourself and you're not turning to food or alcohol or other external forces, you, you genuinely start to become fit and healthy and it, and it doesn't, you move away from, from dieting and it becomes much more about you just end up being fit and healthy because you love yourself. It's the most remarkable thing. You get into really good shape. You work out, you eat healthy, you enjoy your treats, you drink water, you rest because you, you, you love yourself and you have all these tools. And it's, it's, it's the biggest lesson, one of the biggest lessons I've learned in 2023. Um, and it, that's to, to not focus on the symptoms, but to focus on the root cause of why you're unhealthy. And when you do that, you can become fit and healthy and you won't spend your whole life on this hamster wheel trying to get fit and healthy. So the next thing that I want to share with you, my biggest lessons in 2023, it's so funny, I have to get my glasses back on, is around alcohol. And it's my belief that alcohol in Ireland is an absolute scourge. And I think it's great if you are able to take it a few drinks and leave it at that. But for those of you listening in that absolutely you're drinking now and you feel like you're drinking too much and you hate alcohol, I can really relate to you. I hate alcohol so much. It rips families apart and it just creates a big wedge between you and the person who's drinking too much. You have a relationship that you want so badly with people that you love, but if they're addicted to alcohol or there's just substance abuse going on, there is a real moment in time where you come to accept that you're not going to get that closeness that you want from those people in your life. And there, it's, it's just so over the top in Ireland. It's how we socialize, it's how we meet people, like the pub, Prosecco, Champagne. It's a real problem. Alcohol in this country is a real problem because it's so, so normalized to drink and to get drunk. And from speaking with clients and, and having check-ins and things and chatting to a lot of women about alcohol, that there's so many women privately really struggling with alcohol. And we all wear our masks and think we're having a great time. And we go out and we socialize and we drink too much wine and then we come home. And, you know, the next day, 
the fear, the anxiety, feeling really rubbish about yourself, finding it very difficult to look in the mirror. Like it got to a point for me before I gave up alcohol. I gave up alcohol on the 1st of May, 2022, and it's been the best thing that I ever have done for myself. But up to that point, every time I drank, I would wake up the next morning, I'd have a puffy, sweaty, red face, which made me feel really self-conscious, by the way. I know it only sounds like a small thing, but I was one of those people whose faces started to go red with alcohol the next day. And I used to feel really sweaty, bloated, tight in my clothes. And I genuinely used to feel like really self-conscious when I'd be out and about. Like I'd go to the local cafe the next day with my family and just be getting like lunch or whatever. And I, I don't know, just like alcohol the next day for me after being out the night before, even just for a meal, just strip away my confidence. Like somebody would come up to me and say hello and I would blush and I would just feel awkward and weird. And I remember so well, like every Christmas time we go away with family, an extended family and we have a family reunion. We go over to London and every single year up until last year, I would go over, I would look forward to it. We'd start drinking on, on the first night. We'd be there for three to four nights, big group of us. And the very next day of night one, I would just feel so bad in myself, so uncomfortable in myself. I used to feel desperate. And then at like day two, day three, I'd start to get really sweaty. My face would get red and I would find it really difficult to look people in the eye. And I would find it really difficult to hold a conversation and put my shoulders back and be the confident, striving for it person that I am the other weeks of the year. And I used to end up just getting really drunk just to kind of get it over with, like not take a break, not take it handy. I used to just want to get drunk, get it over with and go to bed. And... That I stopped drinking and so I've had two Christmases where we've gone to the family reunion now and last year it was a little bit difficult because I wasn't really used to it so I was kind of finding my feet with it. It was wonderful but I was still finding my feet. This year was amazing. I felt really healthy. I felt really authentic to myself. I felt confident just being me and I must say that's a that's a really new experience for me to feel authentic in myself and to feel quietly confident and just okay okay with everything no people pleasing no trying to control outcomes or situations or or atmospheres just being me being me being happy being quiet and calm and uh, not needing to prove myself either or showcase anything just just being me and being authentic in that and um around this time of year for years I you know I was just fed into the marketing messaging of like having a glass of red wine in front of the fire having Prosecco with the strawberries on top and you know it's the first drink that gets you drunk it's the first drink that you have you're having a little sip I was having a little sip going here we go I'm shackled to you glass of wine now for the next four hours until I can go to bed and then I know I'm going to eat absolute shit before I go to bed I'm going to have my cheese and crisp wrap I had used to have two of them on the way to bed sneakily like just well not sneakily like go into the kitchen sit down on the table and eat them it just felt sneaky it just felt like inauthentic to who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and then you'd go to bed so grateful for the release of not having to drink and especially around Christmas time when I wasn't working and and I was I wasn't doing anything the next day I'd wake up the next morning feeling really desperate in myself but after 20 minutes going okay, so what time are we going to start drinking at? And 
in, in the sense that knowing I was going to be drinking that evening, but the part of me hating it so much just wanted to know, right, what time, when are we getting stuck in? And uh, yeah, it was pretty horrific. And I want you to know if you're struggling with alcohol at the moment and you're drinking, that that's okay, that it'll, it'll come for you at the right time. Um, you, you, you don't need to force it. I was very unhappy with alcohol for two years before I stopped drinking and I was really in that mode for two years of wanting to stop but drinking and I just spent a lot of time in those two years in a real observational mode going I hate this so much you know I used to take little videos of myself drunk and watch them back the next day and just be like oh my god I hate this so much and I know I must have been so unpleasant to have drinks with but I just felt desperate and I felt I needed a change and for those of you listening that want to stop alcohol there is no void you, you do go on a big healing journey. You go on a big like rediscovering journey. Um, and it's the most amazing, rewarding, difficult thing that you'll ever do. It's it's absolutely terrific. And, and then the difficult months will go by and it, it'll just be the easiest thing in the world. Your habits will change and you'll love going out for meals again. And you'll love ordering your sparkling water and having the crack and having your cup of tea or your hot chocolate at the end of the meal. And and it's just wonderful. You know, I used to look at the kids going to bed and I used to think, oh my God, it's, wouldn't it be amazing to go to bed the way kids do and wake up the next day just feeling mighty the way kids always do. And that's kind of, that's kind of what not drinking is like. You're just a kid again going to bed and feeling the sheets and the blankets and waking up the next morning and feeling the anticipation of the day. And um, I can't recommend it enough. It's absolutely wonderful. So that's one, two, three. The fourth lesson, the second last lesson that I learned in 2023 is that if you have been affected by people over the years, like let's say you were treated badly when you were younger, somebody bullied you, somebody was in your life that made you feel very bad about yourself and then you got older and you decided to remove yourself you you moved county you moved country you removed yourself from the situation I thought that was enough what I didn't realize was that you can physically remove yourself but still have very serious scars from that time and those serious scars can lead you to overeat over drink not take care of yourself that person's loud nasty voice that told you nasty things about yourself can still be inside of you keeping your confidence down keeping your self-esteem down and what happened to me is that I came to the realization in 2023 that as much as this person had affected me in the past now that I was free they were still affecting me and I was very much still doing things and being unfit and unhealthy because of them now for want of a better word I wish I was a bit better at English but it's it wasn't because of them and I know that sounds like really blamey and I don't want it to be blamey although I don't forgive them I, I, I equally I wasn't sitting here going I'm overeating because of that person no I don't mean that at all I just mean that my behavior was still very much being affected by my past and I decided in 2023 that I didn't want that anymore that I didn't want that person to to win effectively to have a grip to have a hold I didn't want to look back on my life and think you know what 
If this person had never been in my life, wow. Think of all the things I could have achieved or how healthy and fit I could have been. And I've seen it with people, you know, I've seen people, I know people that have been so affected by, by their experience with other people all throughout their life and they've just smoked and drank and ate loads and I didn't want that to happen for me. I wanted to just re- get reborn again and be fit and healthy and my main job was to make sure that this person didn't make me have bad habits and I did it. So that's my fourth lesson. Anybody that's treated you badly don't let them still have your habits affected. That moving away from a place or removing yourself physically from a person isn't enough. Get rid of them. Make sure they're not the critic in your head. Make sure they're not the reason why you overeat and turn to alcohol for comfort. Heal yourself. Finally be rid of them. And that's the biggest success of all. My last tip, my, sorry, my last lesson that I've learned in 2023 is that you have to learn to love yourself again to truly have a really wonderful life. You have to learn to be kind and gentle, to speak compassionately to yourself, to create boundaries, to make time for yourself, or you're always going to struggle. You're going to struggle to get fit and healthy. You're going to struggle to take care of yourself. You're going to struggle to fit good in your clothes. And you're going to struggle to get to true health and happiness. And if you're not sure whether you love yourself or you think you do, you think you love yourself, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Do you make time for yourself? Do you have boundaries in place? For example, do you have boundaries in place around work? Do you start and finish work at a certain time? Do you make sure that you're not contactable? People in your life that like make you feel stressed and anxious, do they call you whenever they want? Or do you have boundaries in place around the people that might be in your life but you're not too keen with them in your life? What boundaries do you have in your life to protect yourself so do you have boundaries do you speak very harsh to yourself do you have a loud inner critic are you very much all or nothing are you a perfectionist do you take setbacks and um, challenges as very fatal these are all symptoms of somebody that doesn't love themselves. Yet a lot of us think, yeah, I love myself. I go out and buy a top or I, yeah, yeah, I go out and meet friends. That, that's, that's not, that doesn't necessarily mean you love yourself. So if you answered those questions and they made you go, oh my God, I actually would love to start the journey of learning how to love myself again, then, then that's the biggest lesson that I've learned in 2023. For all my wanting of being healthy and fit, I was never going to get there until I learned how to love myself again. Because without boundaries, you're not really, you're, you're open to, for example, you're open to your day changing at the drop of a hat because somebody could call you when it didn't suit or you're, you move your stuff around when it doesn't suit. If you don't schedule in me time, you're never going to get consistent with being fit and healthy. 
learning how to love yourself again has been the most, again, another really rewarding journey in 2023. Everything becomes a lot more simple when you love yourself again. You don't have to kick and drag yourself to your workouts as much. You don't have to diet. You, 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 you learn how to look, you, you, you create, you find hobbies, you discover who you are, you learn what you like and dislike, you, you, you really nurture your personality, you really nurture who you are, you can have a great time and you don't just all become about your family or you don't just all become about work, you, you get to work on all the little different elements of yourself because you've created this time and when you create time for yourself and you make space for yourself, you're able to heal and grow and put in place exercise and movement and fresh air and all those lovely things. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have a big favor to ask you. If you did enjoy this episode, please, please, please share it with a friend. Just grab the link, put it in a WhatsApp group or send it on to somebody that you think might enjoy it. It's my absolute mission to help women get fit and healthy and find the freedom to love themselves again. Thank you so, so much for listening. You can share with me your thoughts on Instagram if you particularly enjoyed this um, episode. And I will see you again, my dear friend, all my love. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Jessica Cook podcast. Did that go by way too quickly or is it just me? If you want more, you can head on over to jessicacook.ie forward slash playlist. Answer four easy questions and get a unique to your goals playlist of the Jessica Cook podcast episodes in the area that you want the most help with. That's jessicacook.ie forward slash playlist.